Welcome to the Marketing and Margaritas podcast. I am Madeline. And I am Ruby. If you're a startup or scale-up looking for actionable and profitable advice, then this is a podcast for you. We will give you a taste of our proven insights and strategies that we've applied to hundreds of businesses to help them grow, scale, and succeed. So grab your margaritas and your pen and paper because we're here to show you that with the right strategy, your idea, and our marketing guidance, you can take your brand from startup to stand out. Welcome back to another episode of the Marketing and Margaritas podcast. We are pumped to be here. I'm joined this morning by my co-host, Maddie. Maddie, how are you this morning? I am pretty icy. It was two degrees this morning, um, the coldest day of the year. I I know, it's crazy. I mean, it looks sunny outside, but on my way here, the radio host said it was one degree and I looked down and I'm wearing open-toed shoes, (laughs) so not a great choice. Anyway, in today's episode, it's all about email lists and how to build yours. I know we speak a lot about social media and how it's a perfect place to connect with your ideal clients, but we shouldn't just be focusing on building our business on a platform that we can't control. I mean, does everyone remember that day last year when Instagram was down? Oh, yes, I know I do. And what about if your account gets hacked and you can't recover it? I know we've both seen this happen for so many of our clients far too many times. Absolutely. If you have an email list, you can reach your audience at any time because you own your list. Mm. Your list is also a group of people who have opted in because they saw value in you. So it's an incredibly warm list to share your message and market to. Yes, Instagram is where you meet someone for the first time, you Mm. get to know them, you say hello, and your email list is where you close the deal. So it's that next stage. So to build an email list... You do need one thing, some kind of opt-in. So reason for your audience to give you their email address. Now, we've spoken about this in another podcast episode, so I won't go into too much depth with this. But what freebie are you currently using, Ruby? Yeah, I mean, I've used multiple different types of lead magnets Mm. and um, I've set up different ones for clients as well. But currently, I'm using a price guide as one of my lead magnets. I know you're using one as well. It's just a great way to qualify leads because if they are interested in your services, they're willing to put their email address in to get your service and price guide. Yep. So that way you can really build your list of qualified leads. Um, And I've also got a video training um, on basically how to get sales on Instagram. So something that I see as quite valuable um, and I go through a video training so people can know, like, and trust me before working with me. What are you using? Yeah, like you said, I have a price guide, um, which I have found very valuable in kind of weeding out people who may not be interested in what I have to offer Mm. and really qualifying them once they see the services that I provide. Um, I also have a small workbook training as well, which you can find on my website, um, which goes into setting up Facebook ads. Mm, Amazing. So when you've got your freebie, freebie, sorry, that's the thing that's going to be the trade-off for the email address. So how exactly do you market it? Yeah. Because I know this can be a challenge for lots of people. They've got this incredible resource, but if no one knows that they've got it, no one's going to sign up to it. So we've collated a list of our favorite ways so that you can get your lead magnet out there and people signing up to it. So this one is pretty obvious, but Mm. we definitely should shout it out. Add it to your bio link on any social media platform or the extension. So this is on Instagram. When you have a thousand um, people following you on TikTok, you also get that link in bio kind of um, Mm. extension as well. On LinkedIn as well, you have the opportunity to do that. Really endlessly on any social media platform, you normally have a link where you can add 
these mm. freebies. And I know you said that this is an obvious one, but I also feel like people miss it because yeah. they either put their website link in there and yep. they don't necessarily encourage people to take that next step to sign yep. up to their opt-in. Um, I actually had a client the other day who had their website link in there, but it was down. And I was mm. like, you know what, do you have anything else that we can direct traffic to? Because yep. this is where people are clicking to. So yes, it might be an obvious one, but check, check to see if it's in yours. Absolutely. So the next one, again, it could be an obvious one as well, but we need to make sure that we're talking mm. about it on social media. Now, I'm not just saying, hey, I've got this freebie, download it. Like, yeah. Make it something that's really valuable. Talk about, you know, for example, with my Instagram sales training, talk about things that are in the lead magnet, give some value, mm. teach something from the lead magnet, and then have a little, if you want to know more, I've actually got this great resource that's going to help you. So it's kind of that natural progression of the conversation so that you don't have to put all of the information in mm. one post or one story. Now, how do you feel about adding links in stories? Because I know a lot of people say you should have it. Um, then others are saying, no, keep them on the platform. Because sometimes I encourage my clients to, instead of putting the link in there, get people in the story to DM them if they're interested in the lead magnet. And you can send mm -hmm. the free like the freebie through that what do you think yeah I mean I see pros and cons for both I think yeah. if you're starting a conversation in the dms that's fantastic because that's the best way to build and nurture a relationship yep so if you can get people into the dms and you can send the link directly through there that's great but I do also find that when people are starting out it is harder to get people into the dms correct yep. so having the link popping the link in your stories can help to kind of drive a little bit more traffic but I mean, it comes down to testing and testing what's going to work on your yeah. account. I would test both options out. Yeah. Um, try one week on, one week off, or you know, just test different ways of actually yeah. sharing your link. I thought of another one as well that kind of plays onto this. Mm. You could have a highlight that has freebies, and then you could yeah. add those mm. stories that you've added the link into the freebie highlight, so people can just always go there Fantastic. knowing that they can find the link in the highlight as mm. well. I think story, uh, highlights are so underutilized yeah. and having links in your stories are crucial. You should have, you know, if you've got your service list in there, having the link that directs them out to it. Yeah. Freebies have the links that direct them out to it because yeah. people do go through your highlights and there's yeah. nothing worse than clicking on a highlight and there's things from two years ago and yeah. a million little dots. So yeah. I love that one, Maddie. That's great. Now we spoke about this before about Facebook groups. Yeah. It's a, it's one you have to be careful. You don't want to seem spammy or salesy because Facebook groups aren't really about that. But there is opportunity to go to those Facebook groups where your ideal target audience mm. could be hanging out and offering some sort of opt-in for mm. your, their email address. I mean, there's some out there that do uh, allow you to post mm. freebies. So if you're, um, I've seen it a lot with workshops. So if you're hosting a workshop and that's your lead magnet, yep. um, people might be posting about it to help people in that group. So yep. just check the rules, check the guidelines, check what people are doing in there. Um, but I suppose what you were saying is if somebody poses a question and they've got a problem, if it naturally feels right to offer them your lead magnet because it's going to help solve the problem, then absolutely. But just be careful that you're not just spamming it everywhere. Yeah. Because, yeah, like Maddie said, there's nothing worse than a spammy Facebook group. <laughs> no. Then we've got have it as your pinned post on social media. So mm. this, we know now Instagram lets us do this. Yeah. TikTok always did. Mm. Um, LinkedIn does let you have yep. pin posts as well. So most of the platforms allow this. So if you've got some freebies, definitely recommend pinning them mm. to it, the top. 
it's kind of that next stage that people want to take to work with you. If you think about your office suite and you've got, you know, your free or low ticket item all the way up to your higher ticket items, that freebie is a great opportunity to get people to get to know you on a deeper level outside of your platform. So having it as your pinned post is a really easy way Mm. for people to take that next step. Um, Also in Facebook groups, they've always got the pinned post as well. So if you do own your own Facebook group, it's a great opportunity to have it up there as well. Awesome. So um, the next one we're going to be talking about is um, sharing it in your DMs. Now, I know we touched on this before with social media, but when you're having conversations with people in your DMs, it's a great opportunity to lead them to that next step. And it's free. So they don't see it as you're trying to sell them something. You're giving them something that's going to help them in their journey to whichever problem they Mm. need help solving. So have multiple freebies if you can. Um, If you think about your top three to five different problems that you solve in your business, have a lead magnet that's directed to each of those. And if you're having conversations with people in their DMs and they tell you they've got a problem, you've got this resource that you can provide to them. I like that a lot. And you could put up a story asking a poll question, maybe the problem. Mm. And then the people that do hit the yes or no, depending on what yeah, the answer is, then you could address that in the DM and send them the lead magnet. Yeah, I love that. I think that's such a great strategy for starting to open conversations in the DM, but also help the right people with the right types of content. So we've also got to have it as your banner on social media as well. Mm. So don't be afraid to have that in your LinkedIn, your Twitter, your Facebook, um, a direct call to action in there. I think people get a bit caught up with, oh, it's got to be my logo or something like that. But it's another opportunity for you to sell. Mm. And I also think that you should be changing your banner regularly because otherwise people they get used to seeing the same thing it's almost like on a website if you're constantly changing your images up it gives people something fresh to look yeah. at so if you're changing your banner with whatever your freebie might be maybe you're or when you're um, promoting an offer change your banner up regularly so people have that new shiny thing to look at um also if you do have a website or a course and you've got some kind of portal you usually have the opportunity to have a banner in there oh, I like so that. it's kind of that Again, that next step to take. Yeah. Now, podcasts. Yes, great one. (laughs) So at the end of your podcast is a really great opportunity um, to have a call to action. Mm. And make sure it's an easy to remember domain. You said this and I really liked that. Um, Marketingamargaritas.com.au slash freebie. Don't have slash opt-in PDF. I don't know. I'm trying to think of something. (laughs) never have your lead magnet set up as forward slash lead magnet or forward slash opt-in because I just... Don't oh, think it's a great look. Yeah. <laughs> Make sure that it's related back to what the lead magnet is or as freebie, if you are going to be talking about it a lot, yep. you could own that domain and then just swap up whichever freebie you're constantly giving, mm-hmm. especially if your strategy is to speak on lots of people's podcasts. So yes, at the end of your own podcast, but as we all know, if you're going to be the host on someone's podcast, at the end of that podcast, you've got a bit of an opportunity to say where people can find you. Mm. So I think it's a, a no-brainer just to have a www marketingandmigrators.com forward slash freebie or forward slash um, free tool or whatever it might be, something that people can remember Remember. because they're listening to it. They're not reading it and they can't copy and paste it in. Yeah, and I think the word freebie makes them be like, oh, that's quite good. I don't want a freebie. (laughs) And easy to remember as well. Email footer. Mm. Oh, I think, and I told you a story (laughs) recently about how I had something in my email footer which – I kind of forgot about it, if I'm being yeah. honest. And it converted the other day. And I was like, wow, I forgot how powerful had it been a link in my email yeah. um, to a freebie or to a 
anything can be really effective. A hundred percent. If you think about your emails, the way you have communication with new leads, like yep. it could be where they're sending you an email to inquire about something. Perhaps they've, you know, seen your ad on Facebook or whatnot, but they haven't actually signed up to anything. Mm. But if you're having constant communication, think about how many emails you send. People see your email um, footer. So having a link there, making it really attractive, making it really enticing can help to actually have people join your list. And you might be thinking, but I've already got their email. Why would I want them to opt in? But this is a great way for you to qualify Mm. them if you've got different freebies on kind of what journey or segmentation in your email list these people should take. If you have multiple, you could have maybe one or two in there. And if they click this one, you're like, okay, they're interested Mm. in this service offer. Therefore, I'm going to tailor my comms to that. Mm. Especially if you've got a a variety of offerings. Um, I know both of us have our price and services guide set up. And I know quite a few people do at the moment. And if someone signs up to that lead magnet or freebie, you know they're interested in your services and pricing. So Mm. you can direct an email nurture to them and if you start to see the types of people that sign up you know what email nurtures they need to be built out and and put in as well so the next one um is on your website so you would have seen the most obvious one (laughs) the most obvious where you see that little pop-up yep um come up so make sure that you're updating that with your current freebie um one thing i'm going to say with this one and actually all of our other ones is make sure you test out your lead magnet journey because I've seen so many people um, they'll test it all out but the email might not be delivered to them or it might be delivered to them in a um, corrupt Mm. link so make sure you test all of these out um, and test it out with an email that isn't your normal one just so that you can see if it lands in the junk and whatnot that's just a little side note yeah yeah yeah. um, as a pop-up make sure it's on your website also make sure you've got a tab on your website that has your freebies on there. So yep. you know how you've got your services, you've got about me, you've got your blog, have a freebies section. You don't have to call it freebies, whatever suits your messaging, yep. um, but you can have your different options in there as well. Can I just, I've got a few more things on the website. Mm. Also utilizing footers. Oh yeah. yeah. Uh, because rather than having, so I would say in the header section, having the freebie, mm-hmm. but in that footer section, really, if they've got different names, or you've got multiple, having them laid out individually mm. in the footer section as well um and if you write a blog that is similar Mm. having that pop up on that page or having that embedded in there as well just have it really segmented with other really useful information that relates to it as well absolutely i think that's a great point is to relate your lead magnet to any content that you have so peppering it in with your blog posts adding it as a banner on your website in your services section if it kind of relates to a service and people aren't ready to take that next step yep. have the link there yep there's no the, no wrong way about putting your lead magnet everywhere because people miss it in certain yep. um, areas and we've kind of forgotten about one thing a discovery call link can be a lead magnet oh, yes definitely. and that is a great one to put into the content as well maybe at the end of the blog hey mm. if you'd like to learn more here is my link to a discovery call. Yeah. Or yeah, having that pop up, not ready, like not sure if you're ready to commit, here yeah. it is. Or especially want to talk up. to our sales team if you're e-commerce. Like Absolutely. Me. Especially if you pop up on your services page on your website because yes. that's when people are looking to work with you and sometimes they want a conversation before they make a big purchase. So that's a great point to make. Okay, so we've got add it to your business cards. Yes. <laughs> now, we're kind of moving into an era where digital business cards, sorry, are kind of becoming a bit of a norm. Mm-hmm. So that if you can set up a digital business card. Even just having like a QR code yes. and having that printed on a card. card. Yeah. yeah, that's a great idea. I love and that. then 
you don't need to be kind of restricted to whatever you've had printed. And, you know, when you get business cards, you get 500 or 1,000. So if yeah. you do need to change it, it can be quite frustrating. But if you've got a QR code set. It could be anything. It could be anything. And it can take I love that. Out. I love that a yeah. lot. And I know you and I have both been seeing the power of networking events recently. Yep. I think since COVID has kind of settled down, mm. events are coming back up. And they're such a great opportunity to either connect with people that you can collaborate with or I've got clients at events recently mm. and if you don't have anything that you can kind of give to them, it's harder to make those but, connections. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, obviously I always get back into my car and I sort of think about everyone I met and follow them on Instagram and send them a little yeah. follow up so that you can make that connection. But having some kind of takeaway is still, you know, even though it's old fashioned, I'm doing my little quotes here. <laughs> um, I think it's still such a great opportunity. I still love business cards. I'm still yeah. old school though. Yeah. You're, use- you're a good business card holder. <laughs> I'm probably- I bring them everywhere. Yeah. Like I leave them on tables. I put them anywhere. Like I bought so many of them. I will give them all out. And when you've got a good brand, <laughs> then they look amazing. Now, I love this one. And Ruby, please take it away. <laughs> <laughs> so um, my next one is doing a list swap. So a list swap is where you think about someone that's in a similar space to you that mm-hmm. has a similar audience. So it could be someone that's a direct or an indirect competitor. So an example would be, you know, myself and Maddie, for example, we yep. both work in the marketing space. We work with business owners. We've got similar audiences, but we've got different offerings. Mm-hmm. Okay. So what we could do is we could say, you know, Maddie, we've got similar email list sizes. I've got a great lead magnet that I feel would work well for your list and your list would find really beneficial Mm -hmm. and vice versa. And Maddie can then send an email that promotes my lead magnet to her list and I can do the same for hers. What this does is it qualifies people from each other's lists to move over to the other person's list. Yep. So I think we speak about this a lot that there's no such thing as competition. There's only collaboration because there's so much work for everyone. And this is a great way to collaborate with like-minded people to share your lists with others. Now you need to make sure that it is going to be valuable to your list. There's no point promoting a lead bag that has absolutely mm. no value and your list will not appreciate that. Yeah. So think about things that are going to be of value. Yeah. Um, another uh, point that you made before this conversation is, you know, if you're a copywriter and perhaps you work with a designer, swapping a resource there yeah. because you're both businesses that work really well together yep. and you can cross share the same audience. Yeah. I absolutely love that. We're definitely doing that. (laughs) So watch out. (laughs) Now, a pretty obvious one, which we probably should have done at the beginning, but is Pinterest. Mm. So having a Pinterest pin post. Mm. And that's really an easy one. (laughs) Yeah, and you can do that for product or service-based businesses. If it's product-based, obviously something really beautiful, photos sell. They sell really well on Pinterest. But if you're a service-based business, I think having some kind of an infographic that's really easy to save and share they work so well and they're yep. literally populating my Pinterest at the moment. <laughs> well, Pinterest is evergreen. Yeah. So it's not like Instagram or TikTok where, you know, after a while it's kind of gone. Yeah. Um, Pinterest, I've heard of people that get clicks on a pin post from like 10 years ago mm. almost. Yeah. So that should be really noted then that your lead magnet should be updated. Oh, yes. yes and definitely. make sure that you're using that forward slash freebie because then you can just always change that link. It's yeah. not the same, you know, it's not forward slash um, video training on sales or what, whatever That's it is. That's a good it's, point. Very good you're point. You're constantly changing that um, or keeping it updated. Sorry. Absolutely. And if you had multiple, you could even get a bit creative here and have a landing page. Mm, like almost like a With link all your tree. freebies. Yeah. Yeah. Like, <laughs> that, that. yeah. That could be You can just interesting. set that up on your website. 
He's yeah. like just brainstorming for you. <laughs> yeah, we're just like having brainstorms. So the last one is Facebook ads. Yeah. So Facebook ads, we've obviously gone through. I think, These are quite organic. Yeah. Well, they're all organic strategies, but obviously a lot of people use lead magnets in Facebook ads mm. um, as conversion campaigns or lead gen ca- campaigns to build their email list. Yeah. And, you know, we all know that people need to get to know you first, trust you, like you. Mm. So a lead magnet on an ad is a great starting point to nurture someone mm. just onto your email list, but also nurture them in that ad. Yeah, I've had such great success with Facebook ads um, as kind of a lead gen list building activity. Yeah. Um, you need to make sure that you've got some kind of lead magnet that's really attractive and really valuable to your market. Yeah. Um, I found that video trainings work really well yeah. in this sense, but again, you need to test your market. Absolutely. And we're not just talking Facebook ads here, YouTube ads, mm. Spotify ads now. There's a lot of audio trends. LinkedIn ads, especially mm. if you're in that B2B space, is a great one. TikTok yeah. ads, it is endless. Don't get caught up that you have to be just on Facebook ads. Mm. Um, there are a hundred different, well, not hundreds, but there's multiple platforms you can be on yeah. and you can trial them across there and see mm. how it goes. Yeah. I think a big thing here is testing your creative. Yeah. Um, so making sure that it's not just a promotional ad, like be creative here. I did a TikTok reel type one. So, you know, those funny little reels that you do the lip syncing to when they were really popular, I created an ad based on that. And that one did really well because people love seeing those things. Yeah, more native to the platform. Totally, be native. Um, Do selfies work really well. Like things that are raw and organic and work on that platform. Yep. It's just an ad on there and in the end, you still need to make it look like your content and something that's going to be really engaging. And when you're giving away a freebie, um, especially in ads, be clear and upfront with your offer. This isn't a way to get convoluted and trick people. Be clear. Mm -hmm. This is a free magnet, a free lead magnet. This is what I'm solving. This is the problem you have. Mm -hmm. This is how I'm solving it. Don't get too caught up in trying to be all cryptic. Yeah. Yeah. Be really clear who you're helping, what you're helping and yeah. what you are offering. Yeah, this is the time where you've got to think about these leads are cold. They don't know you from a bar of yeah. soap. So adding your face in the, the ads, um, that's why videos do work quite well because you're yeah. starting to build that trust. But these leads are cold. Whereas if you, you know, any of the ones that we've gone through, you're kind of pointing to a warmer audience. They've seen your face before. They know you or they should have, not should have, but they probably would have. Um, but Facebook ads, until they start to retarget or perhaps they might have seen you before, but generally that audience audience. are a cold audience. And building your email list is a great opportunity for that retargeting Mm -hmm. down the track if they don't convert later. You've Mm. got that email list. So anyway, that's a whole different topic and I don't (laughs) want to get into that because this is the end of the podcast episode. (laughs) We can talk about that in a couple of weeks. Mm. So thank you everyone for listening. I hope that you have got some great tips. You can always go back and listen to different ones and take note of the ones that you are going to start implementing in your business. I would say start with one. And once you've nailed that one, focus on two, three, or four. Mm. The more places your lead magnet is, the better reach you're going to get. So if you can start to think about where you're going to put your lead magnet, you're going to get more reach and more emails. And don't forget a lead magnet does not need to be complicated. No. It can be a discovery call. It can be a coupon code if you're in e-commerce. Don't overthink it and not have one because you're overthinking it. Mm. Just get something out there and just start testing. Mm. And it doesn't have to be long either. I see so many people write manuals and e-books and they put so much work into the design. And yes, it needs to be a reflection of your brand and your knowledge and your value, but don't give away too much that it stops you from actually launching a lead magnet. Yeah. Start with 
something really valuable. Well, if you have loved this podcast, you know what to do. Please like, subscribe, review, um, and come over on Instagram because we are at marketing and margaritas underscore. Yes. And share us in your stories as well. If you loved this episode, we love seeing you share it on your stories. Um, we'll give you a little reshare, uh, but we really appreciate it. It is what helps us grow this podcast and how we've been able to grow it so far. So thanks everyone for listening to this one, but also for supporting our podcast journey so far. Absolutely. And we'll see you next week. <laughs>